You're listening to the Sports Spectacular, powered by IlliniGuys.com on the Illini Guys Radio Network. Now, let's get back to the studio. The Sports Spectacular, keeping you warm and cozy with everything Illini basketball here. Big game against Michigan Friday night. Be sure to go to IlliniGuys.com for complete pregame and postgame coverage. Larry Smith, Brad Sturdy, Mike Kegley, Patrick Quinn is on the board for us. A lot of talk this week, fellas, about rankings. Illinois opened the season, I think, at number 11 in the AP poll. Went up, I think, to 10 a week later, but within a couple of weeks fell out of the ratings after back-to-back losses at Marquette and to Cincinnati. Uh, they opened this week 11-3, and 4-0 in the Big Ten, and yet they barely eked back in the rankings, uh, 25th in the AP, 24th in the coaches' poll. What are your thoughts? Yeah, I, I think they're underrated. When you look at all the computer models, the NCAA net, they're, they're top 10 in the net. They're 10th, I think. They are 13th on Palm, Ken Palm. They are... You know, I think Bart Torvik has them at 14-15. They're in top 15 on virtually every other metric except a bunch of guys who don't watch college basketball <laughs> sending in their ballots. Um, and, and, you know, I'm not trying to, you know, but it, it is what it is. But so I, I think they're a little underrated, but at the same time, they really haven't got a huge win against a top 25 team. And so they're going to have that opportunity against teams that have, you know, you know, names you know michigan purdue wisconsin all coming up indiana even if they're not ranked I mean, all these teams are coming up on the schedule in the next few weeks and the next few couple weeks and there's their opportunity to kind of if they win those games you'll see them vault up those rankings in fact i think if they you know win these next couple games you're going to see them move way up in the rankings yeah it really comes down to the fact that you've got some tough teams in the big 10 now it's time for them to earn their stripes by knocking them off and, you know, you've got uh, a multitude of teams. Uh, you know, I look at that Wisconsin team as one that no one expected to be where they're at right now. Um, there's a game that will tell you where the Illini are and where Wisconsin, uh, where they are. And you'll get a good feel uh, in probably the next two and a half weeks as to what this team really is. They look darn good right now, but, you know, you turn that to a 10 game streak in the big, you know, 10 and 0 this year in the big 10. Now, all of a sudden you're looking at a team that, that like Brad said, they have no choice, but to rank highly. So here's a question for you, Brad, serious question. Does, do the Ken Palm metrics matter? Do the, all the other metrics that you mentioned, do they matter? Cause it sure doesn't seem like it. It depends what you're saying when they matter. Do they matter in the sense that they don't help you win or lose games? But I will <laughs> tell you this. If you're in the top 25, you're on the scroll every, you know, across the bottom of all the, the things. So you want to be in the AP top 25. Now, the NCAA committee doesn't use the AP poll, but they do look at Ken Palm and they do look at the NCAA net. Those are a couple of the metrics that they do use. Illinois is also top 10 in Sagarin, by the way, which is also used by the NCAA tournament committee. So those are things that, that, that'll pay off at the end of the season if you're high in those, regardless of what the AP poll says. And, you know, we've seen that the committee definitely doesn't use the AP poll um, when it comes to seating. So it'll be interesting to see how it, how it plays out. And, and I do think though, if you're consistently winning more and more, you're going to move up those polls and you're going to get where you, they end up evening out at the end. So how much should I care about what some guy from Quinnipiac says on Twitter? who has some kind of ranking or poll that I get in an argument with. How much should I care? <laughs> Probably not very much. There was a, actually, here, there's a great AP poll story. Did you know that two weeks ago, the writer from Honolulu or from Hawaii, he actually, instead of putting Gonzaga 
in his poll at number three or four, he put Georgia mm. because it was a G and it was Bulldogs. So that's like not even close. Georgia's terrible. And they were they got like 20 some points because they were ranked in the top five on this guy's ballot. That's one of those where you need to throw out the worst ballot um, every week because that's just brutal. Obviously, that he got the two great coaches mixed up, you know, with Mark Few and Tom <laughs> Crean. <laughs> totally. Totally. <laughs> so similar. I, I, I get them mixed up all the time. If, if you would just go into a tanning booth for 12 to 16 hours a day, they would be indistinguishable. <laughs> <laughs> and to catch myself, that was good. I didn't see that one coming. That was, that was outstanding. Um, you know, Brad, you mentioned earlier, we were talking to DeMonte about what this, this program has done now in the Big Ten. Um, and and the, the numbers they've put up, when you go back to the beginning of last season, um, are, are staggering. I, I mean, I mean, they, they really, it's amazing what this team has done going back to, 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 um, to last December and the start of the, the 2021 big 10 season. It's incredible. Yeah. I mean, it, you don't usually go on runs like this in the big 10. I mean, Illinois is 24 and four in their last games against big 10 opponents. They are, they have won 19 of 20, 19 of their last 20 against big 10 opponents as of heading into the Michigan game. I mean, that's that's 95% winning percentage. I mean, Illinois hasn't had a run like that since the teams that were going to the Final Four in 0405. And and really before that, they didn't have a run like that. So this is uh, this, we're kind of in this uh, some rarefied air, so to speak, when it comes to Illinois basketball right now. Although they haven't got the postseason success yet, they've got some, you know, they've got a chance to do that and add to that resume. But this is pretty impressive. And, and Brad, I think the one loss was the Michigan State game, right? When IL takes the elbow to the nose and. Yeah, yeah, yeah. it was. That was the yeah. only loss in their yeah. last 20 games against Big Ten opponents. Going So you go back to, I think, um, the Ohio State loss and EJ Liddell on the, our first Saturday when we had just launched the website. That was our first weekend in existence on AlanaGuys.com. That's the last loss where, where, that, where that starts for you. I see a pattern here, fellas. Oh yeah, I see it. Oh yeah, Illini guys, right there. That's right. That's right. Yeah, all all they needed was us to start a website, bring Brad over, and boom, everybody goes on a winning streak. We're we're taking credit for the five and seven that uh, Coach B put out there when everybody thought we're going to win three games and the nine overtimes, the NCAA record. Guess whose watch that was under? Illini guys. guys. That's right. (laughs) We've we've done a lot. Lot to be proud of. No wonder I'm so tired. (laughs) <laughs> holding up the orange and blue world oh yeah, i tell you what man we're we, like we, the atlas of of uh Illini sports yeah i just don't want us i don't want them to blame us for a covid cancellation so i'm not taking any credit i don't want to get any <laughs> i'm not taking any i don't want any credit that's right fly under the radar that's right yeah yeah exactly let's forget alanaguys.com again our one-year anniversary this week we're very excited about that and uh, we've got you covered the michigan game uh pre-game post-game coverage whatever you need we've got it there for you brad's analysis as well uh mike the common man the fans perspective we got it all for you on alanaguys.com definitely go check that out hey up next Ked's recruiting roundup the football Illini making uh, some noise this week and our first official Illini gal Illini hoopster Adelia McKenzie joins the sports spectacular
Are you tired of your website making your business look bad? Is your current web developer dropping the ball? Let's face it, if your website isn't making you money, it's broken. Let Neon Rain create a website that turns your visitors into customers. Neon Rain has worked with hundreds of businesses across North America, building custom websites and applications with modern designs that are easy to update and work well on mobile devices. They can do it for you too. What sets Neon Rain apart? They actually deliver on their promises. Call today for a free consultation, 303-957-3092. That's Neon Rain at 303-957-3092. Or visit them at neonrain.com. I'm Kofi Coburn. When it comes to facing my opponents on the basketball court, that's easy. You know what else is easy? OSF On-Call Urgent Care. That's right, Kofi. When you need care for minor illnesses and injuries that's easy to get when and where you need it, OSF On-Call Urgent Care is your MVP. Walk in 8 a.m. to 8 p.m. every day, even holidays, or connect with a virtual visit 24-7, 365 days a year. Visit osfoncall.org slash urgentcare. Not rain, nor sleet, nor blizzard can keep Kedrick Prince off his precious horse, nor keep his lasso from landing on its targets. Ked's recruiting roundup now. Kedrick Prince, director of recruiting for LanaGuys.com. Yo, Ked, I gave you a break last week. You knew it wouldn't last back-to-back weeks, right? I mean, the whole horse, western, okay, corral thing. I mean, you know, <laughs> you know I missed it. Yeah, I know. I know. I give you, I give you a week off, and now here we go. Gotta, I got to paint the picture. For the people, the people need me to paint the picture for them. Ked, uh, what up, man? Basketball. We've got uh, you guys come back on campus. What's what's the big story? Well, Dane Danger um, being on campus, which is you know huge. He committed to Illinois early December. I think that I'll take getting him there, and and hopefully you know he'll be able to get to practicing with some of the guys. And you know you know what better way to be on campus and to learn the game from Kofi Coburn and. Um, learn some things from Coleman Hawkins. I think that's going to be a, a nice, nice addition for Illinois uh, once he gets on, you know, once he's there and starts to learn the system because the bad system is not easy, and I think that's a huge advantage. Yeah, you look at it, and he'll also get a, the opportunity, Ked, to work with, um, you know, Adam Fletcher, and, and that's one of the dangerous things is I think he gets that conditioning. Now he's got a full semester, and we've, we've kind of seen this maybe with Omar Payne kind of emerging as late but after he's been in that strength and conditioning program. Maybe Danger gets a head start, and so he's ready to go more at the beginning of the year. How, how important do you think that is, Ked? I'm glad you brought that up because when you look at his game and you look at him, he looks like a, a, a five-year-old with a bunch of baby fat, and you can definitely tell that once he gets – you know, you know, once Fletcher gets a hold of him and, you know, because you can see his, his quickness, his, you know, his ability to put the ball on the floor. He'll be a lot stronger. Um, you know, Fletcher does a good job with kids as far as the shooting range. So, I mean, and we all know this, you know, we cover Illinois, but Fletcher is, is the best in the business. And this guy turned out a lot of NBA jobs to stay at Illinois. So I think that will be huge for him. I mean, not just, you know, from just overall, his stamina, you know, you can see how well they've done with Kofi. And I'll tell you another thing about getting him on campus, Brad, um, Jeff Alexander, you know, being around Jeff, you know, Coach Underwood talked to us um, in his press conference how good of a job he's been doing, you know, with the big guys, with Omar Payne and Kofi. So, um, you know, this is going to be really good for him for the future moving forward. Baby fat's different than old man fat. I just want you guys to know that that are listening. He has baby fat. Ked and I, Mike, we all have old man fat. So that's a different animal. 
So Mine's worse. Very different. <laughs> I still call mine baby fat. Yeah, I gotta, I gotta change. I gotta, I gotta stop doing well, that. He, he has, he hey, has that baby hey. face. He literally looks like he's five years old still. I mean, which is, uh, I guess, a good thing. But he looks really, really young. And so, I mean, when people see him play, and if the fans haven't seen videos of him or or seen him or Google him, he looks like a little, a little baby still. <laughs> At six ten. Six ten with a seven six ten baby with a seven seven wingspan. Just a little guy. Coochie coochie coo. <laughs> All right. How about the name uh you mentioned in the in the break here? Grant Hidalgo. Tell us about Mr. Hidalgo. Well, this was a really, really nice surprise uh pickup for Brett Bielema and the coaching staff. He's a preferred walk-on. Um he is he's a transfer kid from Stetson. And, you know, the thing with, with a lot of these Power 5, not Power 5, excuse me, these preferred walk-ons, a lot of times people think these kids are just players that nobody want and that guys that, you know, who aren't really good and, and don't have a, a chance to, to become, you know, great players. But this kid is really, really, I think he's coming into play. I think he thinks he has a really good shot, you know, again, some time. Coach Hawthorne, you know, was the guy who was the lead recruiter for him. And he's just excited about getting on staff and, you know, to talk about his game, you know, uh, Vanderbilt was offering him. Uh, Virginia Tech was really interested in him. And he was interested in Virginia Tech until, you know, that coaching staff got fired. So Illinois, you know, he's a preferred walk-on right now. But, uh, you know, later on, I think he's expecting to get some time on, 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 the, on the field. They promised that they're going to throw the ball to tight ends a little bit more. So, um, you know, walk-on. But I think this one, you know, may have a chance to get some playing time. That's sweet. Hey, I got 20 seconds left. I hate to bounce around, but one name, Kylan Boswell, class of 2023, one of the top 30 guards in the country. Illinois still in the mix, right? Illinois still in the mix, and I think they're going to be getting a visit here in the next month or so um, to get him on campus. And, you know, he's been there before, and he wants to see a game in Champaign. So, uh, you know, this is a big, big recruitment, and you know they're looking to land somebody in class of twenty-three of his caliber. That's outstanding. Okay, we'll leave it there. Kedrick Prince, always good to talk to you. We'll see you next week. See you. Thanks for having me again, guys. All right, we got it. Yeah, that's Ked's recruiting roundup. Uh, always good stuff here as he rides on away, and we'll see him ride back in next week. Hey, the Illini women's team battling opponents and COVID since Christmas, but Adelia McKenzie still smiling. The freshman Illini star joins us next on the Sports Spectacular. Growing your family, opening your own business, retiring to travel, leaving your legacy. At Busey Bank, we know there's a lot to look forward to and a lot of planning along the way. Celebrate your life's milestones by putting your money to work. Busey Bank, building business, growing wealth since 1868. Proud to be the official bank of the Fighting Illini. Member FDIC. Planning to repair or upgrade your home or place of business? Whether it's a leaky roof, windows, or door, worn-out siding or paint, outdated kitchen, bathroom, or basement, look no further than HX Home Solutions, your one-stop shop for remodeling inside and out. Trusted by Chicagoland since 1950, find out why HX gets an A-plus rating by the Better Business Bureau. Call today, 224-880-6000. That's HX Home Solutions. 224-880-6000. Mention code NCAA and schedule your free estimate. Once again, 224-880-6000, HX Home Solutions. Getting out of the military, I was missing this camaraderie. It's frustrating when you try and talk to people that 
don't understand. I still had the anger. I still had the addictions. But we didn't talk about that. Came to a point where it's like, okay, I really need to talk to somebody about this. Family more or less encouraged me, you know, go, go to the VA. It's okay to go get help. It's okay to talk to people because it takes true strength to ask for help. Hear veterans' real stories of strength and recovery at maketheconnection.net. Are you tired of your website making your business look bad? Is your current web developer dropping the ball? Let's face it, if your website isn't making you money, it's broken. Let Neon Rain create a website that turns your visitors into customers. Neon Rain has worked with hundreds of businesses across North America, building custom websites and applications with modern designs that are easy to update and work well on mobile devices. They can do it for you too. What sets Neon Rain apart? They actually deliver on their promises. Call today for a free consultation, 303-957-3092. That's Neon Rain at 303-957-3092. Or visit them at neonrain.com. You're listening to the Sports Spectacular, powered by IlliniGuys.com on the Illini Guys radio network. Now, let's get back to the studio. She was Miss Basketball in the state of Minnesota a year ago. These days, she's just... One of the Illini guys, you know, you know, Adelia McKenzie, one of the stars of Nancy Faye's outstanding recruiting class, making her debut here on the Illini guys sports spectacular. Adelia, welcome. How are you? Hi, I'm good. How are you doing? Great. We're doing fantastic. Hey, I want to start this off. What's the season uh, been like for you so far here as a, as a freshman and getting into the big 10 and what's the experience been like for you? I've been enjoying my experience. Um, it's been a really good experience for me. I'm actually glad I came here. It's been some ups and downs, but it is really a learning lesson being at a D1 school. Thinking about that, what has been the biggest adjustment? I mean, you, as the season's gone on, you've gotten more and more minutes, kind of getting more in the flow. But what's been the biggest adjustment as you move from high school basketball into basketball in the Big Ten? I would say just the competition in high school. It was just kind of easy for me to get 20 a game and just dog out teams because I was better than most people. But coming here, it's like everyone can play. Everyone's good. So it really pushes you to be the best because I think I don't want to be average in college basketball. So knowing everyone else is good, I want to be one of the greats. That's how I think about it. That's fantastic. Is there anything that surprised you, you know, that you maybe didn't quite get or uh, was shocking now that you're into the season? I would say school, um, having to manage homework and, like, going to practice. I would say I've had a lot of moments where I was just so tired, but I didn't learn how to manage my time. And, like, having the long break with, like, school – like winter break. I, I love that. That's a big change that I like. Well, we, we have one of the experts in, in getting classes and stuff. Brad has more hours than anybody <laughs> in the history of the planet. So if you we have to bring that up, don't we? If you need any help, Brad's the guy who knows how to get the grades. in. Yeah. I'm going to need some tips. Yeah. I, I will. T- I have 191 undergraduate hours and then like 40 post-grad hours so they like to give me a hard time all the time about it so Woo. yeah and he's the quote-unquote smart guy so he's the doctor without the title <laughs> yeah 
So you you came all the way from Minnesota and you're in Illinois, so you don't have to adjust to the weather, but you just have to adjust to creating a culture. Talk to me about that. What are you doing now? What's what's your long term goals at Illinois? Um, I have a lot. I one that I always think about is having my jersey being hung up. Every time I go into State Farm, I look up and see the jersey, and I want to be another female to get their jersey put up. And I just want to kind of leave a legacy and like inspire others that are here and like young kids, even adults. I just want to be someone who's an inspiration. Talking with Adelia McKenzie of the Fighting Illini women's basketball team. You know, you guys have really, uh, boy, you're, you're battling opponents. A big win over Wisconsin uh, several days ago, but you had to battle COVID as well. I mean, some cancellations kind of beginning to, reschedule some games out for February. What has that been like um, with some players being out? You can't get in a full practice. You've got games canceled. What's that experience been like? You mentioned all the other things of, of adjusting to, to life as a division one student athlete. Then you throw that into the mix. So what's that been like? It wasn't an easy experience, but having like the teammates around me and the coaches we have, we still stay locked in. We actually have four practices with six people. So nothing stopped for us. There's no uh, light practices. We worked hard. We got shots up. And we just stayed focused and waited for other players to get back. Did you play like three on three? Or what did, how, did, how, did, how, did, how did you do that? <laughs> well, we had some uh, practice players okay. at practice with us. But we only played half court. Sometimes we did go up and down, which was kind of hard because it's like we only have one sub. But it was good. It's been kind of go through this now, and the the Big Ten games are obviously tough, and 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 every every night is difficult. It, it, what what adjustments do you personally have to make here going through the Big Ten season? I mean, what do you need to work on? What do you need to improve on individually? Individually, I'll say just continue to work on my perimeter shot and being more consistent with my shooting. Everyone knows I like to attack the basket well, but I also can't shoot it. So basically just hunting my outside shot more. And I want to be a defensive stalker as well. So I've been working on just stopping the best player. That's all, that's all I want to do. Well, you're fun to watch and just a great Frazier, right? program. That's right. That's right. Yes, yes. <laughs> you're fun to watch and just a great addition to this program. And uh, we will leave it there because we know you're going to come back next week and each week stop in and talk to us, right? Yes. Okay. All right. So welcome to your, if, you know, if I had like, I don't know, like a, like a, a pen, I'm going to knight you as an official Illini guy. There we go. <laughs> I feel honored. There you go. Uh, you, uh, good luck. This don't don't humor him. <laughs> I, yeah. I'm a corny dad of two uh, college kids. So I have all the bad things. <laughs> Adelia, uh, great to have you on. Uh, good luck this weekend. You guys take the court and we'll talk to you next week. All right, thank you. All right, Adelia McKinney joining us here on the Sports Spectacular. And uh, we'll take a look around college basketball and the Big Ten. Much more to come after this on the Sports Spectacular. You're listening to the Sports Spectacular, powered by IlliniGuys.com on the Illini Guys radio network. Now, let's get back to the studio. He's one of the all-time leading scorers in Illinois history. Corey Bradford, back on campus last month as part of Reunion Weekend for the 2001 and 2002 Big Ten Champs. I got a chance to catch up with him after several of the guys stayed for an hour plus to sign autographs. Here's how it went. What was, it, what was that like to go out there today and just... Uh, 
be a part of all that with the guys and uh, just kind of feel the energy? It was it was fun. It was fun. It was all expected. Um, I think the the fans here, you know, remember everything that we've done, you know, within those lines. But um, I think the things we cherish the most is what we, we did outside those lines and stuff. And that's pretty much 100% of the time that's what we reminisce on. It's amazing. It was almost like a, a class reunion personified. Like you guys got together and it was as if it was 20 years ago. You guys are back here it in college. Blur. Yeah, it was a blur. It was all full circle. We, it, 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 it seemed like it, it went by just like that. And it seemed like it was just yesterday, man. So it's like the, the stories we brought up was like, man, I we remember from the T, you know me, but obviously as the – as the night get older and, and the beverages pull on strong, then those stories kind of modify a little bit, man. So it's, it's, it's a pretty 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 exciting time this weekend with the guys. Coach Brett Underwood was saying just now that he wished he could take what you guys have and put it in every team that he coaches now. What does that mean to you to, to hear the coach today talk about you guys in those terms? Well, it, it, it means a lot to us because it, it basically just says that we did it the right way. We did it the way that they expected. We did it the way they expected um, amongst our program, and that's, and that's the groundwork that was laid for us, and we wanted to lay it for the, for the guys after us. You look like you still play. You still get out there? I, if I lose 10 more pounds, I get out there and run around a little bit. <laughs> Yeah, I run around a little bit. Uh, your name's still up there with the with the all-time greats. Uh, what does it mean to kind of come back and and see, you know, again the things that that you have done and people to react to you the way that they do? Uh, it, it's it's it says a lot. Um, it just it just shows that, um, um, you know, I, I I put this way, I was raised right. I did things the right way. I stayed on the path. I was fortunate enough to have amazing people around me. So. I was lucky. I was lucky, man, and blessed. So I'm, I'm extremely grateful for this program, for the fans, and, and also for my teammates. When you see this team right now, they're trying to figure some things out here as uh, we're getting back into Big Ten season. What are things that you learned? Because you guys went through some things, and you were down and built it back up again. What are things that you've seen out of this team and things that they can do better and, and from your own experience? Well, plain and simple, we just we, we learn how to hold each other accountable. Um, we, we didn't take anything personal. We left our egos at the door, and we just trusted the, the process. We trusted the coaches and what they put in front of us. We bought into what needed to be done, and, we, you know, we wanted it done the right way. We wanted to be winners, and, you know, with, with this program, a lot was expected, you know what I'm saying? So we ended up living to those expectations, and, um, you know, unfortunately, we came short in the um, in the postseason, but you know we, we really won when it matters the most. I, I had to ask you while I have you here. Uh, I still remember March 2001 Elite Eight game. Um, it felt <laughs> felt like it was five on eight. I'm just gonna. I mean the records that the records that still stand right now. What do you recall from that game, and what would you like to have back? Uh, well, um, you know it's one of those things you wish they would have missed at least one or two free throws because it would have been very interesting down the stretch. But um, you know things happen. It's unfortunate. Um, but, you know, we, we, we came close again in 2005, and, you know, it's, it's, it, at some point you hopefully will get over that hump and, and, and get over the mountaintop, and, um, and I'm sure it's going to happen at some point. Very cool to talk to him. I really just took the time to talk to all of us uh, in the media, all of the fans. Um, Brad, I, I know you have great memories of that as well, just a really a, a special team and a special group of guys even today. Oh, yeah, they – so many personalities on that team. I mean, you, we've had some of them on the show. We've had, and you, you really can hear it. And 
I'm telling you, Corey was um, he was there after practice when I was a fly on the wall. Actually, that same it was the same weekend, right? And he was there after practice, just yucking it up with the guys. And I'm telling you what, it was like he was holding court, and every guy on that team was listening to his stories and laughing at his things and things like that. And he can still shoot. He can't move as well as he used to, but he can still shoot. So um, it's still it's still fun to see those guys all come back, and they all get old like we all do. But man, it's pretty cool. Yeah, th- there's a lot of good memories when you get to that era. It was like the the second rebirth for those of us who were around in the in the '80s. And I remember going into the into the in those days. Some, I think that was the assembly hall era, wasn't it? But I remember going in there, and I remember one night with with my dad, we were watching a game, and I told him, I said, you know, we got to breathe this in because Illinois can't keep good coaches. <laughs> And I remember, you know, walking out of there thinking, you know, we, we talked about, you know, how long Coach Self might be around. And, um, you know, it was just one of those moments where where you, you really felt it. And, and now I kind of feel like we've got an athletic director. We don't have to worry about that. But I have to admit, when I watch this team, I learn to appreciate what's going on. So, you know, I don't want to wish DeMonte and Trent gone too quickly because they've given us so many great memories and the same with that group who kind of came back after all the things in the you know mid 90s that hit the program they were they were invaluable to bringing this program back to where it is today and i think Corey is that guy who may get boy it's hard to say you know one of the top scorers in school history is you know underappreciated or underrated but he played alongside brian cook and frank williams who were two spectacular players and so i think that sometimes you you kind of forget you know the just how good of a player he really was and like brad said he can still shoot which is pretty cool um speaking of uh, brad mentioned a moment ago he was a fly on the wall but 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 leave your fly swatters in the closet it's, it's our brad story he's our friend his experience while embedded with the fighting illini basketball team for a couple of days it's really cool stuff and that's next on the illini guys sports spectacular powered by IlliniGuys.com. I'm DeMonte Williams. When it comes to hustling on the court, that's easy. You know what else is easy? OSF On-Call Urgent Care. That's right, DeMonte. When you need care for minor illnesses and injuries that's easy to get when and where you need it, OSF On-Call Urgent Care is your MVP. Walk in 8 a.m. to 8 p.m. every day, even holidays, or connect with a virtual visit 24-7, 365 days a year. Visit osfoncall.org slash urgent care. Growing your family, opening your own business, retiring to travel, leaving your legacy. At Busey Bank, we know there's a lot to look forward to and a lot of planning along the way. Celebrate your life's milestones by putting your money to work. Busey Bank, building business, growing wealth since 1868. Proud to be the official bank of the Fighting Illini. Member FDIC. Enjoying the game? Log on to IlliniGuys.com and join in the conversation. Our game room offers real-time chat from our team of experts and analysts to enhance your game experience. And IlliniGuys.com offers insider information on recruiting and team prep that you just won't find anywhere else with hundreds of articles and podcasts for you to enjoy. Sign up now and become eligible for free $1,000 scholarships. The seven-day free trial makes it a no-brainer. Get in the know with IlliniGuys.com. Attention travelers, next Tuesday a major hurricane will cause complete chaos throughout the city. 
Food, water, and phone service will be in short supply. There will likely be panic citywide. Stand clear of the closing doors, please. Disasters don't plan ahead. You can. Talk to your loved ones about how you're going to be ready in an emergency. Don't wait. Communicate. Well, for the one-year existence of IlliniGuys.com, we have told you that Brad Sturdy is the preeminent Illini insider. Uh, folks, the proof's in the pudding. Sturdy was given the chance to be embedded with the team for two days last month as they prepped for the St. Francis game, and he wrote a four-part series that's exclusively on IlliniGuys.com. It is a must-read. It's great stuff, but he will give us uh, just a taste right now. Brad, it was really good to read, and I know even at the game you and I were talking, you were saying just just – how much fun you had and, and what an eye-opening experience it was. And that's big coming from you, considering how long you've been a part of, um, you know, you've been connected to the Illinois program. You've been covering them and following them and you knew all the coaches and, and the staff members. What was this experience like for you? It was really interesting. I mean, for me, obviously it, it, there's an evolution into analytics into scouting and the things like that has been really uh, amazing over the years from the first time I was like into a game prep session or watching a walk morning walkthroughs or, you know, game preps practices, whatever it was going back to the, you know, Kruger self Weber eras. I mean, that dates myself, but it's been a while, but now this, this time I got to really get into the heart of it and uh, see what the players see exactly what, you know, I, I got to see the actual scouting sheets. Um, I got to see that what they watched on video, I get to sit in there with them and watch the video with them, what the coaches went over I, and see what, and they send it all. They, not only do they have their, of course, it tells you it's the digital age. They get the handouts, which they've always done for years, but they also get it sent to the owner mobile device so they can, they got it right there because they're probably not going to look at it if you don't send it to their phone. I mean, they probably don't read paper, but it's uh, it was amazing the stuff they do, how hard they have to work, the time they put in. Um, but they do get to eat some great food. I will say that the food is pretty good when you're embedded with the team. So well, if you get I, that opportunity, make sure you take Mike. Will, Mike would definitely take advantage of the food. I know that. I, I didn't even have to be embedded with the team to take advantage of the food. Um, so <laughs> this is what, true. what did any comparison? Because you you've now got to see, you know, really some pretty darn good coaches um, when you can compare and contrast your past experiences with this. What does Coach Underwood do that reminds you of some of the coaches of the past? And what are some of the things that he's doing that maybe hadn't been discovered yet or he's kind of blazed his own trail? The one thing I will say that I really like about what he does, uh, one thing's a little bit different, is um, – and I think it's true of all of them. They've changed the way they do their scouting. Like in the past, it's always been this guy has this team, this guy has this team, this guy has this team. When they got in the pandemic, they broke it down and they changed what they do. Now, instead of doing that, they have a basically, you know, Chester's the offense or defensive coordinator. Jeff Alexander's the offensive coordinator. And Tim Anderson is the personnel. So he breaks down like this guy goes left. This guy goes here. This guy go right shoulder. This guy's going to do this. Those are generic things. This guy on ball screens is going to do this. and But they break it all down on each individual guy with Tim. So they have all these eyes. They also have Zach Hamer who does, you know, scouting, you know, he's scouted for the NBA. He's been all over and he looks at it and he gets the scouting sheet out. And so it's, and of course, Underwood's watching too, but he does a great job of allowing his assistants to coach. 
and allowing his assistants to really be involved in game planning, to really actually, in fact, the night before the game, so they have their evening, they get together, they watch film, and they go over personnel, and they have the dinner. He lets the assistant coaches run the whole thing, that last session. And he runs, obviously, the other sessions, and then he runs the the morning walkthrough and that, that session. But he lets them run that session the night before. And it's fantastic for those guys as they want to become a head coach because they all have that aspiration that they get to take ownership in the process and they get that experience that I think really helps that is going to help them down the road. So I thought that was really impressive. And what about player preparation too? How does each player know his role? Does, do they each get a scouting report that's just for them, what their role is? What's what, how's that work? Yeah. So they actually talk about, um, so when they break it down, if you're talking defensively, they will tell them, Hey, here's what they do. Here's what this player does. You're going to be matched up with, one of these guys and you know this guy might have this or whatever and then so they know this is what are his these are his tendencies this is how they use him this and then they go over how they're going to defend them in ball screens how they're going to defend them in pin downs how they're going to defend them in the post whatever it is and they go over each thing it's all in the handout on each player they have detailed um evaluations and, and scouting reports on each player as well so then on the offensive side it's the other this is what's going to work against that defense they're 311th in defensive rebounding. So we're going to attack the offensive glass. They they are you know 327th in transition defense. So we're going to push the ball. All those things are part of it. This pass will be open. This I mean the the breakdown is just astonishing. They actually show on film what's worked against them both offensively and defensively and and they go from and they say this is how we're going to do it. It's really amazing when you think about it. And it was pretty impressive. One of the things, uh, one of the many things that caught me off guard. Now, this was a, a, a noon tip-off, noon local time tip-off against St. Francis. And you said they actually had a practice that morning at 6.30? Yes, it was very early for me. I will say that. I was, I was uh, especially after the night before. So, you know, you, you know, you got all, there was, well, anyway. But uh, so you start off in the morning and you've got the, uh, you know, I get up and I'm there at 6 a.m. And, um and, uh, you know, walking in and the amazing part about the other thing I got to say, you got a six, they said, I think it was it ended up being a 645, went to about eight shoot around. And then they had some breakfast and they came back and then they could all had some time before they had to be back. But the there's always the managers are there before the players get there and they're there after the players leave cleaning up it. Those guys don't get enough credit. The basketball managers, they're fantastic. They work so hard to make sure that program it is it is at the level it needs to be, and you know we talk about the assistant coach, the staffers, all these people. We you know um, the the workouts that Fletch creates because there's no weight room at the State Farm Center. It's just it's fantastic. But those managers, man, those guys are amazing. They're there early, and they go through a practice in the morning where they run all the sets they're going to run in the game. They go over the out of bounds plays the other team runs, the what they're going to run on out of bounds plays, and how they're going to work. It's really, uh, it's really very, very detailed, and um, it was it was early in the morning, obviously, but uh, it was good. More Underwood's a morning person, so it works out well for him. He comes in at you know six thirty with his coffee, and he's ready to roll. He's throwing barbs. He was actually making fun of my. Sh- uh, he said uh, Curbelo's making shots, and he goes, "Why don't you, do you wear glasses all the time?" And and he says, he says. Why don't you wear them when you play? He said, you shoot like sturdy when you don't have your glasses on. Now, I will tell you, sturdy can shoot, so don't let him uh, don't let him fool you. That's the legend. I, 
<laughs> I, I feel like I feel like we should be asking <laughs> questions about the night before, which was described as, and I quote, "Well, anything, you know." I, I'm thinking that maybe maybe that would be interesting, but you know, it, it, when you look at this preparation time, how how much how much uh, workout is in that early morning shoot around? I mean, they're basically, they're playing, I mean, it's it's half court, but they're half court mostly do a lot of shooting and then they actually do half court five on five wow. and they're playing, they're going at it, you know, working on what's going to work in the half court defensively, offensively. They teach the uh, scout team, the offense, the other team's going to run uh, at least some of the sets, like take their, their most, the sets they run the most and how they're going to run them. And they actually, the really cool thing they do is they put jerseys with the numbers of the player on the other team, like the key players on the other team. And uh -huh. they might have a jersey with a non-shooter with their star or whatever. And so they know like Luke Goody might be the star on the other team if he's on the scout team or whatever. And so you got to make sure you don't let him get shots off. So it's a, or maybe it's RJ Melendez if he's a slasher or whatever it is. So it's, it's pretty cool to, to watch the way they uh, break it down and the way they use those guys. What was the human side that you saw from coach? That we don't get to see one thing you know we always see the the i i guess we see the the negative with underwood when he chews some guy out on the sideline but i'm going to tell you the reason he can do that and every every person that i talk to and i talk to the players talk to assistants the manager reason he can do that is because he has such a great relationship with those guys um pulling a guy aside you don't see it i mean he's usually the bad cop yelling at guys whatever but every once in a while, he pulls a guy aside, and he'll just sit down, and they're just sitting there talking. And it's not even necessarily all about the basketball. It's about you know getting their, their life right, making sure they're making good decisions, things like that. And it's fantastic. That's the human side of it. And you just it shows you why he is such – um, why they why they love him and why we're going to find out, you know, as we found out from DeMonte, they will play tricks on him um, as well. So these are things that uh, they can do back and forth. And that was pretty funny. You know, that reminds me of last season, uh, the Wisconsin game at State Farm Center in, in Curbelo just had a terrible sequence. I mean, maybe three or four turnovers in just a few minutes in the game. Uh, they called timeout and Underwood spent the first half of the timeout just really ripping him a new one. I mean, he just screamed at him to the point that the assistant coaches, Kofi, all the players going to pat him on the back and support. Uh, he gets into his instructions, uh, you know, in the, in the, you know, in the timeout. When the players break and runs back to the bench, what did Underwood do? The first person he went and found found was Andre Corbello and pulled him aside. And they had a one-on-one -on -one conversation. And it was a it was a teaching moment. And I thought then, you know what? You're doing this because you you need him to understand down the line. And you look at where what what Corbello did when Io goes out. He almost has a triple double against Nebraska and the, what he did down the stretch to help this team win a Big Ten title. Um, great stuff. Guys, I'm I'm telling you, I'm not just trying to Pimp the website, although you know that we'd love to have you a part of it. you got to join IlliniGuys.com and read this. Fantastic reading. Brad, great job, as always. It was a lot of fun to read. Quick time out right now. We'll finish up the show. This is the Sports Spectacular. Growing your family, opening your own business, retiring to travel, leaving your legacy. At Busey Bank, we know there's a lot to look forward to and a lot of planning along the way. Celebrate your life's milestones by putting your money to work. Busey Bank, building business, Growing wealth since 1868. Proud to be the official bank of the Fighting Illini. Member FDIC. Hey, in case you joined us late, Illini legend Doug Altenberger joined us in the first hour. Just a great conversation about this year's team 
and those special Illini teams that he was a part of back in the early 80s. Brad, ask him about that game in the Elite Eight in 1984 that changed NCAA tournament history. A lot of Illini fans today, they're kind of have some animosity towards Kentucky, but you have to have more animosity towards Kentucky than, than anybody, right? I mean, going back to that, what was that like, uh, that game in the, the Elite Eight game? Well, we, we had we had won the Big Ten. Um, we had played um, – I forget who we played in the first round. I want to say it was Villanova. But then we played uh, Maryland, and Maryland was loaded. They had Len Bias. And we got up on a big lead on them, and then we were able to hold on at the end. And I think we won by two or three. But Maryland had like five or six guys in the NBA. Kentucky was completely loaded. We had played them earlier in the year. Um, that was the famous game where we didn't we didn't have enough we uh, we didn't have any officials, so they pulled three guys from the stands and and uh, you know uh, Joe B Hall said it was the best officiated college basketball game he ever been involved in, so we ended up um, you know we we had a comp- we 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 lost to them on the last second shot, so we felt that we could hang with them we, that, and we could compete. What we didn't really know is, you know, we would be playing at Rupp Arena and playing against them. So it was sort of cool because, you know, there's 20,000 uh, fans. There was the biggest uh, arena in, in basketball. So, you know, we've had this orange uh, and blue streak of about 2,000 fans right up uh, in one section there. So we played great. And, uh, you know, we um, we got it down to, you know, uh, a one point lead there. And we were, we thought we were, you know, we were in a bail and we knew it was going to be a close game. And so when Hank Nichols, uh, you know, he, he just made a bad call and, you know, he, he, the guy traveled or whatever it was a jump ball. And he decided to call a foul on Bruce. So, but we always thought we'd come back the next year. We thought we had everybody coming back and we would, would be able to make another run at it. And it just didn't materialize our junior year. We still had a good year. But, you know, we didn't win the Big Ten and we didn't get to the Final Four. And that was really our goal. That team was pretty special. Uh, I always felt like that team really put Lou on the map. That bad call by Hank Nichols led to the NCAA changing the rule and prohibiting teams from playing on their home court during the tournament, a rule that stands to this day. More Sports Spectacular after this. Are you tired of your website making your business look bad? Is your current web developer dropping the ball? Let's face it, if your website isn't making you money, it's broken. Let Neon Rain create a website that turns your visitors into customers. Neon Rain has worked with hundreds of businesses across North America, building custom websites and applications with modern designs that are easy to update and work well on mobile devices. They can do it for you too. What sets Neon Rain apart? They actually deliver on their products. Promises. Call today for a free consultation, 303-957-3092. That's Neon Rain at 303-957-3092. Or visit them at neonrain.com. I'm Kofi Coburn. When it comes to facing my opponents on the basketball court, psh, that's easy. You know what else is easy? OSF On-Call Urgent Care. That's right, Kofi. When you need care for minor illnesses and injuries that's easy to get when and where you need it, OSF On-Call Urgent Care is your MVP. Walk in 8 a.m. to 8 p.m. every day, even holidays, or connect with a virtual visit 24-7, 365 days a year. Visit osfoncall.org slash urgentcare. Yep, the Illini guys, sports spectacular here in mid-January. NFL regular season is over. Uh, not a lot of surprises, really, coaching-wise. The uh, Nagy's out with the Bears, also the GM, Ryan Pace. Uh, Zimmer out with Minnesota. Uh, Flores out of Miami. The Giants waited a day. Psych! <laughs> Judge thought he was safe, and no, you weren't. 
Um, those are the guys who were out. Let's start with the Bears. Let's talk about them in terms of um, who do you bring in? Who's your next coach in Chicago? Well, I, you know, I, I thought Flores got a raw deal at Miami, the way they finished and, the, you know, with the, battling with a young quarterback, you know, a couple of years ago, you you draft him and then you kind of turn, turn it over to him. He's been injured and in and out. And they still found a way to, you know, win some games. I, I really liked what they had done. You know, coming into next year, I think that a lot of people liked what they saw from them, but yet they they get rid of him. So maybe the Bears could hire him. Now, I would like to see the Bears go ahead and hire Jim Harbaugh maybe just because Michigan fans finally like him so again. So now they could hire him in Chicago and just make the Michigan fans unhappy. So, And if you're a coach or a GM candidate, would you really want to go to the Bears after that press conference with McCaskey? I mean – you're like, that's the guy who's going to be in charge of everything. I, I got to be honest, that may put a hit on who they can attract. I'm, I, now, look, I'm a Cowboy fan, so it's Jerry Jones. So what, I, don't, I have no, no uh, area to speak on. It's like, it's like having Mike Thomas as your AD. Yeah. I mean, these are things that you have to <laughs> Not that bad. Not that bad. But close. <laughs> so, Brad, I think your, your uh, Raiders, if, I don't, if I'm not mistaken, they're going to be playing on Saturday afternoon in the playoffs it's um, um how about the end of that se- game and the end of the regular season you know you have pittsburgh and baltimore go to overtime pittsburgh wins and the only way pittsburgh's then out of the playoffs is if the raiders and chargers tie and they go down to the last second and i mean what a crazy ending to the regular season what a fun game that was though to watch the raiders and chargers there on sunday night and then um you know my raiders are in the playoffs I can't complain. They're probably going to get blitzed. Joe Burrow's going to probably throw for like 600 yards or something, but uh, I, I'm okay. What a, they're in, baby. First time in a, a while. At least you're not a Colts fan because that has to be the worst. Wow. <laughs> I mean, holy guacamole, Batman. I feel just... bad for Colts fans. <laughs> I, I noticed I've got, I got some buddies who grew up and moved over to Indianapolis, grew up in Muhammad, and they went dark on social media. <laughs> they, just, they, they were done. I actually think the Colts deleted their account too. So, <laughs> well, I tell you, I, I can laugh now, but um, I have no faith that the Cowboys are going to be able to beat the 49ers. So I, I'm, I'm worried we got another one of those seasons. The, the Cowboys will either look good, I mean, look unbelievable, or it'll be a total face plant. Well, how about Jimmy G, the guy who was, you know, we didn't know if he's going to be a starter beginning of the year. EIU. And that's right. Little EIU Panther, baby, comes through in the clutch and they're in and they're one of those teams that could make some noise. Yeah, they, they have some talent. They have some talent. They really could. I mean, I, I think they could, you know, make it. They can pull an upset. I'm not sure they can win four games right. in a row and win, but I think they can beat somebody, too. I mean, not a team you'd really look forward to playing. Yeah, I agree with you. Yeah, we don't look forward to saying goodbye, but that time has come that uh, once again, as always, uh, we say it almost every week, two hours just flies right by uh, when you're with friends having a lot of laughs. That's that's what happens. Hey, big thanks to Doug Altenberger and Corey Bradford, Demonte Williams, Adelia McKenzie also here, Matt Stevens, Kedrick Prince, and of course, all of you. Uh, we say goodbye here on the radio, but we never sleep on IlliniGuys.com. Expert coverage and analysis. Join today for the most intelligent Illini sports conversations anywhere on our message forums. For Patrick Quinn on the board, Mike Kegley, Brad Sturdy, I'm Larry Smith. We'll see you next week right here at this same time. Stay safe and go Illini. I-L-L. This has been a presentation of LMBC Sports, LLC, and JM Talent Productions. 
We'll be back next week on the Illini Guys Radio Network on these same stations across Illinois.